0: Hey everybody, we are super excited to release our first mini podcast as part of a new collaborative project called The Journey: Life on Tour with Jimmy Bendek. This sort of documentary will basically be a 10 to 15 minute weekly or every other week podcast with recent Baylor University All-American and newly turned tennis professional Jimmy Bendek. You can hear our original podcast with Jimmy, which covers his tennis background along with his junior and collegiate highlights on episode 45. On the Beelins and Sentence Podcast, Jimmy is on with us now, and I personally want to welcome and thank Jimmy for participating in this project with me. Jimmy, thanks for uh, coming on tonight.
1: Yeah, th- thanks for having me. I appreciate you, uh, you know, doing this project with me and helping me uh, share my story from the from the beginning and hopefully to its uh, to a really good end uh, from the years to come. And and you know, thank you for taking the time to you know help me spread the word to the people who are supporting me, but also. Uh, to all the potential fans that we'll have in the
0: future yeah no i'm super fired up and i know we've been talking a little bit um in in prep for this project and i think we've both got some great ideas and it's uh it's gonna i'm i'm super pumped and i think in describing this documentary to the listeners it's important to note that you know these episodes they'll focus on a number of general principles such principles such as mindset travel nutrition Coaching, obviously cash flow This is not so much A a discussion of every intricacy In in one of your matches Sure we're going to talk about your results But the idea of this project is really aiming on um, To focus on what it's like to uh, Kind of like a behind the scenes um, Detail In how it's like to make it As a professional tennis player And the cool part about this is that we're catching you At the very beginning You have not yet played your first tournament since graduation And you, um, to your credit and it's only going to work if, if, if you do this, honestly, you've agreed to be as transparent as possible and we'll hear you uh, in good times and bad times and, and everything in between.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, first off, you know, there's a lot of different aspects of being a tennis player that, that a lot of people don't understand or don't don't get to see. Uh, so I really want to, from the time I begin experiencing those things, you know, talk about them and share them just so that I'm, you know, for the people who have supported my make a champ or who are just following, I want to show them, you know, what it's truly like to be on the pro tour, you know, and, and, and also just to hold me accountable to be like, Hey, this is, this is how I'm doing. Uh, this is how I'm doing each different facet of my training, you know, my traveling, my budget, um, you know, where I'm based out of, where, where, you know, where, how I'm doing financially. Um, so it's really exciting, you know, cause, cause I'm going to really share exactly how I'm feeling and, and what I'm doing on a daily basis, um, you know, in a, in a summarized form. And also, you know, hopefully when the results come it's you know you guys get to see you know how those results came and and that's really a really really exciting part and I also get to share with you guys you know what I do in my spare time um when I'm not playing tennis and and you know how I how I keep a positive mindset how I keep good relationships when I'm traveling and um you know so on and so forth so it's really exciting this this podcast is I think it's meant to talk about anything um you know surrounding tennis but even beyond that just to see how I'm doing as a person and I, I know that a lot of the people who be listening uh, care about that but a lot of people who are going to be listening also care about you know what it's truly like to be a tennis player on the pro tour
0: right so i know this is kind of like the preview of what we're going to be doing and this is the introduction of the project and again it's going to be every week or every other week Um, but if you don't mind again you, you you're going to be in mexico playing your first two pro tournaments in a little bit i'd like to kind of get started a little on some of these principles and if you don't mind let's start with mindset and when I, when I talk about mindset, it, you know, you've obviously had a dream being a professional tennis player for a long time as a child. And despite some very serious injuries, you, you still had a very good junior and collegiate career. Um, in Baylor, you were very involved on the academic side of things. You, you earned a number of academic awards. I think on our original podcast, I, I called you the academic chairman of the Baylor team. Um, you had some really solid internships. You were going to have some opportunities. Um, to make some money, obviously. And my question to you is, one, you know, why did you decide to go pro when, let's be honest, and, and you're well aware of this, obviously, there's very little money in tennis at the lower levels right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the biggest reason, um, the outstanding reason is the fact that I, I think I have a belief, um, you know, real, realistic belief that I have a chance of truly making a pro tour, you know, truly being top 30, top 10, top 20, top 10, uh, in doubles, you know, and I think, you know, obviously from where my life was going before I made the decision to play pro tennis, I I was going to have some opportunity in, in, in hopefully the finance world. Um, but when you have an opportunity and you have a true belief that you have a a shot of making it in pro tennis, I think it's something that you can, you can't give up, right? I'm not going to be able to have this opportunity ever again. Um, but I also think eventually I'll be able to support myself financially, um, and and hopefully save save for my future from playing tennis, right? And and, and make a huge huge impact playing tennis uh, by playing for Honduras, by representing Baylor, you know, post grad, and just you know by by building my brand as a person, and and um, and hopefully helping others with tennis, and, you know, going forward. So I think there's a lot of positives um, that come from tennis. I think the biggest one is you know it's my belief, and then obviously my second one is is my love for the game. You know, this is a sport I've been playing. Uh, my entire life and every day i get to wake up and and train and obviously it's not always easy but it you know i can say i wake up and, and do something i love every day and i think that's also a truly special experience
0: absolutely and i'm a huge huge fan of people chasing dreams and you know and getting to know you and the people surrounding you um, i'm so happy that we're able to do this um together and i'm fired up for you and and uh it's so it, it's so great. Like you said, you you get to do something you love every day. And if we can somehow support um, you and help in whatever way possible, uh, that's the whole idea. So let's kind of talk a little bit more about the logistics. Um, again, I said you're going to be playing a couple tournaments in Mexico. Talk a little bit about the travel. Um, you know how you how you get in there, and then where you're staying.
1: Yeah. So I'll be right now. Um, the plan is to travel from Dallas the day after I graduate, so uh, one week from today on Sunday, um, to Mexico. I'll be staying at uh, hopefully, uh, still still playing to Bucket, either the tournament hotel, um, but we're actually trying to find an Airbnb with a couple of the other guys uh, on tour, and I think that's the most, um, probably the most, the cheapest uh, way to stay in Mexico, just because the Airbnbs are pretty cheap, and if you get to split it, you know, four rooms, or three rooms with you know three or four guys. You can you know you're going to be paying maybe twenty to fifty dollars a night uh, to stay at the at, at an Airbnb, which I, I think is a really good deal. Most likely, I'll be renting a car and splitting it with them. Again, you know we're trying to figure out the cheapest option. And the guys, uh, the guy I'm playing doubles with is actually a guy named George Goldoff, and he, he spent some time down there in Mexico already, and, and he said this is the route to go, and, and he's had some experience there, and actually won a couple futures there um, in the beginning of the summer, so. Really excited to play with him, assuming you know everything. Everything works out in in, in you know us playing together. Um, so just really excited, and and obviously um, just getting ready. Right, this the, the past two three weeks have been just pure every single day. Um, you know, playing tennis and, and getting in the gym. And you know, I'm really excited to, to continue working hard and spending time in the gym, but also playing tennis matches. Finally, finally get to play uh, some matches. You know, it's been a lot of training and. and I just want to get out there and, and really play.
0: Now, when you say the tournament hotel, that is not something where they will pick up the tab for the players. It's just a hotel that is on site.
1: Yeah, it's just a hotel that's on site. That, that I believe it's you know eighty five dollars a night for for all inclusive, so to, which is actually really really cheap, right? You get to right. stay at a hotel <laughs> and they pay for and there's food there that you can um, that they basically feed you almost every meal. Uh, so that's obviously a really good deal, but. The guy that I'm playing with, George, he believes that Airbnb, Airbnb, and eating local food or cooking is actually going to be a uh, you know much uh, economical, a, a better economical choice. So,
0: now, when you travel with these guys, these guys are also going to be your practice partners. Now, obviously, it'll be different if you play one of them in the first round, but these guys are also going to be your hitting partners because yeah. you're not you're you know right now you don't have the cash flow to bring any of your coaches on tour with you. No,
1: yeah, exactly. So I'll, basically, the way it works is you just go out there, you try to find hits. You know, you have to find court time. Um, you know, and just be super disciplined. If you're disciplined and and you get up when you need to get up, and you know you you you, cook, you know you hop on the court whenever you need to hop on the court. You know, you'll find you'll find time to practice and you'll find people to practice with. So there's in, in futures, there's always people that are down to hit. You just have to you know make sure you're disciplined about it. And obviously, you know that's my plan, right? To 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 treat this as professional as possible and 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 to be as ready ready as possible when I walk on, onto that court.
0: So. And now, uh, nutrition, I mean, you're going to be going to some, some places that are a little bit different, and maybe places that you haven't been before. What are your concerns about that, or have you kind of planned around that, you're structuring around it that you know you're not going to be in your home country, this is what I have to do to put myself in the best possible position to succeed?
1: Yeah, I, I think the, one of the big things is just obviously bringing stuff from home in terms of power bars and, and, and you know, electrolyte uh, powders. So when I'm traveling, but also, you know, when I go to the environment, making sure that I understand what the good places to eat are or whether I'm able to cook or, um, just in general, you know, just staying top of my hydration and drinking water that, you know, for example, I don't know how the water is like in Mexico. I'm sure in Cancun it's fine. Um, you know, but always drinking,
0: you know, I hate to say bottled water, but water that I know is safe. And I think, you know, if tending to really the, the,
1: those minor details are going to make a huge difference just because, you know, getting sick one or two weeks can set me back really far, right? And, and so we don't want that to happen. So it's really going to just be really just staying disciplined, right, and making sure that I, I do all the little things in terms of nutrition and sleep, honestly, because sleep is going to be super important, uh, to make sure that I stay
0: healthy. So what about you're going to be there, I think it's two tournaments. They're back-to-back weeks, Correct. So let's say you play on a Monday and things don't, don't fly your way. You're not going to be coming back to the States. You're going to be staying there, obviously, to make this economically feasible. Um, you're looking at that as just another week to get better, and you'll stay on site and practice and hit as much as you possibly can until the next tournament comes.
1: Yeah. I mean, basically, Mexico would be my new training ground. right? right. If, I have, if I lose Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, those days after, I'm going to treat as real practices. I'm going to make sure that I get into the gym. I make sure that I do everything that I would do as if I were in Waco, right. right? It's not ideal because you're paying for you know somewhere to stay and you're paying for food that you know maybe you can you can live more economically at home. Um, I actually think Mexico is actually cheaper than the U.S., so I'm, I think I'll do better on the on the food side of things. But <laughs> but generally, um, it's everything almost going to be exactly the same, right? And and I think that's it's going to be great because that's that's part of the process, right? when you're playing a lot of tennis and and when you're doing things right, you're traveling a lot. Um, So you have to be able to get better on the road. You have to be able to adjust.
0: Right. What about, have you talked to your coaches back home and have any plan about, you know, pre-match discussions, post-match conversations? I know they can't travel with you, but today with all the social media and everything and the technology, it's easy to stay in touch with your coaches.
1: Um, Yeah, I think, I definitely think that I'm going to be staying in touch with my coaches, especially um, looking for scouting reports and, and, And really, you know, saying, hey, just watch this match if if I thought there was something significant or, you know, whatever they can do to help me, I'm sure they're going to do. Um, But definitely early on, just really, you know, if there's someone that I know played college tennis or someone that I know that my coaches have watched play, definitely looking for scouting reports to to try to get any advantage I can. And I think that's something that a lot of guys on the pro tour don't do. And I think that's something that's going to give me an advantage because I know that my coaches do know a lot how a lot of these players play. Um, So that's going to give me a really good, um, basically, opportunity um, and advantage when I do play them.
0: And as I stated at the beginning of this conversation, a lot of these principles will evolve as you continue on your journey. So I want to ask this question now, and, you know, it'll be fun to to go back in time and see what you said now versus, you know, what you've done along this journey. But right now, um, as far as goals or ranking points, um, do you have any of those concrete, or because you're just starting out, you're just like, let's get better, let's worry about myself, let's get a little bit better every day, and those things kind of take care of themselves?
1: Yeah, I think this, this first five, six months, I think is definitely um, the time where I'm thinking, hey, let me, I need to get out there, I need to start winning some matches, I need to start getting better, I need to see what works, what type of partners work for me, what type of partners don't, maybe I'm going to find a permanent partner. Um, You know, in the next three or four months, that would be really, really great. That's, you know, faster than most people do it. So there's definitely a lot of different factors um, that I have to consider and have to understand before I'm like, okay, this is, you know, in the next three months, I want to be top 300. Well, you know, if I win every tournament, you know, going forward, I probably won't even be able to get there, you know, assuming I win every tournament. So I think there's definitely... Um, you know, I want to I win a couple, you know, two or three futures by the end of the year. I think that's a realistic goal. You know, I want to be able to take advantage of my, the, you know, hopefully I get some challenger opportunities, be able to take advantage of those. Um, that's another really big goal. And then obviously, you know, as time goes on, um, you know, just continuing to improve and consistently see improvement on the court, right? Because in the end, if my tennis is there and I'm playing well, um, no matter the schedule, you know, no matter anything else, if you're winning, you're winning, and then you're advancing. And that, that's the most ideal world, right? So tennis ab- comes above everything else. And if I'm performing well in tennis, then, you know, the money and the rankings will, will come.
0: Hey, I know you're uh, itching, ready to get started. I'm so pumped to be doing this project with you. I'm excited to see your pro- your progress. Um, you know, again, I I want to conclude thanking you for, for your time, not only on this first episode, but in doing these every week or every other week conversations with me Again, the um, you know, and, and credit to Vosik Pospisil and some other guys. We're trying to get more money um, outside of the top fifty, outside of the top one hundred guys, and it's a huge challenge at the challenger level, and obviously, definitely at the futures level. And yeah. you have your Make a Champ website. I know you have your initial goal. You're almost halfway there. So for the listeners um, who want to help and support someone, you know, chase their dream, and it's so inspiring. Um, for anyone, whatever their dream is, to help chase their dream, go to the Make a Champ website, Jimmy Bendek. And Jimmy, hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this, and, and the next time we speak, we're, we're going to be in Mexico.
1: Thanks, David. I really appreciate it. Can't wait, can't wait to be in Mexico, and hopefully uh, next time we speak, I, I have a couple wins
0: under my belt. All right, best of luck, Jimmy. Can't wait to get started. Sounds great. Thanks, Bye. David. So that was our first many, mini, mini podcast on this documentary series is basically the, the title of it is the Journey Life on Tour with Jimmy Bendek and, and I'm so fired up for it and can't wait to, to see where where all of this takes takes Jimmy and, and the conversation should be uh, should be great and, and um, can't wait for all of you to uh, hop on board with us. Thanks everybody.